Hello and welcome. You've tuned into the School of Ministry podcast. Paul is your Bible teacher today. He has years of experience as a pastor, seminary instructor, and more. Later, you will be given information how to reach us. If you have questions you would like addressed, let us know. Maybe you have a need in your life and want to know how the Bible gives answers that apply to us today. Feel free to contact us. Now enjoy the lesson. Matthew chapter 20. In Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 16, we have the man that owned the vineyard. And he goes and he begins to hire laborers to come and to work in the vineyard. It says, beginning in verse 1, And the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with them, with the laborers, for a denarius a day, he sent them into the vineyard. And so the story goes on how he needs more workers. And he goes out and he hires others throughout the day. And let me call your attention to verse 12. Because, well, let me back up to verse 8. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages beginning with the last to the first. And when those who came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. And when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. If I wish to give the last man the same as you, is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. You see, we have this program that's been set up. And we need revival in our land. But what about those that come in at the 11th hour? And they receive the same as those that have been working for 50, 60, 70 years. We need revival in our land and we've got to be looking at the landowner, not the prize. We need to be keeping our focus on the one that is paid the price so that we could have eternal life. You know, sometimes the older Christian needs to be the example to the young child of God. But too often it's the newly saved that have all of the zeal. They're going and they're wanting to go out and do all that they can. And sometimes in our churches I've seen youth revivals and youth outings and much more because they have the energy. But we need to beware. You know, Rehoboam, when he listened to the young it wrecked the kingdom of Israel and split it in two. When you don't have much money, you tend to be very careful with how it's spent. When you don't have many days left, let me tell you that we are called to redeem the time. I titled this message A Red Letter Day because it truly was for this man who had been lame and at age 40 or above. It's a red letter day, but I've also kind of thought of calling it redeeming the time for the days are evil. 
And we are called in that same scripture to walk circumspectly. Now that's a nautical term. I know you in the church here, you've heard me talk about that from time to time. But we recognize that it's a place where standing on a ship, you must place your foot firmly, especially on a rolling deck. You must watch where you put your step. And you step and you walk circumspectly. You watch where you put your foot. You're careful how you walk so that you're not thrown overboard, so you don't lose your balance. That's the idea of it. And we are called to walk circumspectly in this day and redeem the time. Get out of the rut. See the revival. See what God can do. Because in all of these scriptures that I've read, we have seen one major theme. Salvation is available. Salvation is sure in Jesus. He paid it all. But let me tell you, you may have your salvation, but what about your witness? Your testimony? Your usefulness? These things can be destroyed. Your salvation is sure, but your testimony, witness, usefulness can be ruined. And that's why Paul said that I have finished my course. I've done it. I've fought the good fight. That's why he also said that I beat my body into subjection. Now that's a euphemism, of course. He's not letting the physical desires overtake the spiritual course that he's on. He's not letting physical desire to take the primary place, but he's, on, he's got a job to do. If we look at Gideon, who early trusted God in his early life, but later he forgot and he trusted in man and brought about devastation. Asa the king turned to men from God in his latter reign. And he forgot the God that had put him on the throne. Uzziah, when he was young, was strong, but that strength led his heart to destruction. What about Moses? You know, it was in his last 40 years, he had done well. But that old anger came up and it led him so that he couldn't go into the promised land. The last years can be the best. Why after 40, the miracles of Acts and Acts chapter 4, why after 40? You know, today, the beauty industry promises miracle creams and ointments. They'll make you stay looking young. <laughs> They'll keep you looking, you know, 20, 30, 40. You can stay young and no wrinkles and a beautiful face and all of that. But let me tell you that we need to be recognizing the spiritual work. We need to be recognizing what God is doing. How He can do great things. The power of God is still in this world and in this day and age. And even though Satan has blinded many people's eyes by the lie of evolution that we just came from a primordial goop. And after all, then it's survival of the fittest and the most fit are going to make it through this. And I can see where people will believe that lie. The psalmist said in Psalm 71 and 18, Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not, until I have shown thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. The psalmist, even though he was old, wanted to show the power of God to all of the next generation. What's the point? What's the, what am I talking about? Why is it that I'm talking about that this man at 40 had a miracle in his life that transformed him, that brought thousands to Christ? We cannot rest on our oars. We can't rest. We can't lose sight of the promises of God. We cannot lose sight of what our job is. The world might be going crazy around us, but let's keep our focus 
on what God is doing today, what God is doing in your life. And maybe we need to say, I haven't much time left, but what I have, I dedicate to the Lord. Maybe you're kind of tight in the finances and you're careful how you spend your money, but how much more should we be careful on how we spend our time? Redeeming the time because the days are evil. We need to see the power of God every day. For this world needs to see God's power. This world needs to see that it's God that's doing, working in lives and getting people's attentions. And we need to recognize, and even if we're on a stay-at-home order, how can we get the message out? Because this is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. And are the sands of your life running out and you haven't received Christ as your Lord and Savior? If you're over 40, think, well, I can't be used. I can't be saved. Let me tell you that Acts 4.22 tells you that it's not too late. I have a friend, I think he's watching today, Sean. We were friends from first grade. And he contacted me that he just accepted Christ as Savior at 64 years of age. He just accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior. And then he had to tell me, he says, I've been going to this church and I found out they didn't have the name Baptist on it. He said, it's a Baptist church. He said, that's what Paul is. He's a Baptist. Oh no, I'm in a Baptist church. And of course he had to tease me quite a bit. It's not too late for you to be saved. It's not too late for you to serve. It's not too late for revival in your family. It's not too late to see what God can do and what only God can do in your life and the life of others around you. It's not too late. At the age of 40, this man saw tremendous things that begin to happen. And he's not complaining he doesn't complain that, oh, you ruined my almsgiving. I can't beg anymore. And he's just leaping and shouting, praising God because he recognized who it was that did this. If you, even at over 40, there's still salvation available through Jesus Christ our Lord. He has paid the price so that you can have eternal life. Or maybe... Just between you and the Lord, you said, Lord, I'm just stuck in a rut. I don't know if I can do anything, but you need to be watching daily to see the power of God in your life. And the opportunities like John and Peter, they saw, they were just on their regular way. They saw an opportunity to serve the Lord. And maybe we need to just be looking day by day for opportunities to serve Jesus Christ. Maybe you just want to see a shaking up and a revival and a churning up in your own life and you want to get back to where you were because if you were ever closer to the Lord than you are today then to that degree you're backslid and we need to know Christ as Lord and walk with Him in fellowship we're living in evil days and I would venture to say it's going to get worse I would venture to say it's not going to get any better, but it will only show the power of God that today He offers eternal life. And it's there for you. I don't know how to do an invitation online. I don't know how to live stream an invitation, but I want you right now. If you want to call my phone at 209-273-8478, and you want to know how that you can have eternal life, you call me. And I'll pray with you. 
And I'll share with you from the Bible that you can know Christ as your Lord and Savior. Even my little five-year-old granddaughter is asking. She's on her sister's sake. And now she's asking, can I be saved? I want you to know that Jesus Christ offers you eternal life today. All you need to do is come and receive it as a free gift. Won't you come? Whatever your need, however the Lord may be working in your life and in your heart, we invite you to come. You can come to the Lord right where you are. You can accept Him as Lord and Savior. I'm going to close out this portion of prayer. And I hope that right now, just between you, just between the Lord, you know you're right with God. And if not, you call me. We'll pray again. Or... Right where you are, you open the pages of God's Word. You ask the Lord, send me someone who can show me that I can have eternal life. He'll answer that prayer. You'll begin to see the power of God working. Why not come? Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the message. If you want to hear Paul in person and are in the Stockton, California area, we invite you to join us at Landmark Missionary Baptist Church, 301 East Alpine Avenue. That's near the University of the Pacific. He brings the Bible message every Sunday at 11 a.m. and other times as listed. We trust you've been encouraged, challenged, or generally built up spiritually. If this lesson has sparked questions on this or other topics, please see our contact information in the description or email us at sclofministry at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.